This is a podcast by The Straits Times. This is Money FM 89.3. I'm Michelle Martin. And today I have with me Tan Shui Yun, food editor. And also joining me is Edino Abdul Hadi, music correspondent, my friends from The Straits Times. Good morning to both of you. Hi, morning, Michelle. Michelle. So, Shui Yun, you're going to take us and help us spend some money at a bakery that I understand has lots of fans. Look, I love the smell of baking bread. You're going to take us to Woodland Sourdough. So, where in Woodlands is this? <laughs> it's in Upper Thompson Road. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense. Woodland Sourdough is in Upper Thompson. Why? That's right. So, it's called Woodlands because that's where the bakers live. Ah. ah. So, they used to be operating from Serene Centre and and then Noor and Charles took a year off to travel and they went all over the world and ate and baked. And now they're back and they've got a new shop at Upper Thompson Road. But they chose to keep the name. Is there a reason why? Yes, I think that's where they kind of developed their sourdough starter. So that's special. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's ah, all about so the, the heritage starter. Yes. Yeah, and, and you need the sourdough starter to make good bread. And it's not just yeast, right? It's something that you have to feed and keep alive. And the older it is, the better the bread gets. Yes, I just had starter that's 150 years old, actually. Bread made from well, starter. Well, there you go, right? Mm. And it's, I bet it makes really good bread. It made all the difference. I mean, actually, yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell. I can barely keep my yeast alive when making bread. But tell me what you thought was pretty special about woodland sourdough. Okay, so I've always liked their bread. And right now, they're using a lot more whole grains. And they use kamut, rye, spell, you know. To most people who like fluffy bread, mm. they're going to be heavy. But I like that kind of bread, you know. Uh. It's substantial. It's got a really good flavor. And, and the sourdough is tangy the way I like it to be. Mm. So, and it makes wonderful sandwiches. They have sandwiches that you can eat there or take away. There's not a lot of seating, I've got to say. There are two benches and stools and, and things like that outside the shop. So, you know, they want a, a takeaway business. I can understand why they want to focus on the baking rather than the making of food and, you know, adding of things. But they do have sandwiches and I had one that had a cheese omelette and beautiful caramelized onions that was so sweet and just delightful with the sesame sourdough roll. I'm so hungry good. already. I know, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's too close to lunch to be talking about food right now. I know. Well, the good yeah. news is it's close to all of us, right? We can all head down since this is exactly. Upper Thompson. Exactly. Yeah, for lunch, right? <laughs> and I would go there for coffee as well. They do filter coffee. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I really love about this place, right, is that even the cakes and the cookies, they're made with whole grains. I mean, okay, yes, uh, having a chocolate brownie is a bit indulgent, but mm-hmm. if it's made with rye, maybe You feel not, less right? guilty, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> That's what I tell myself, you know, as I'm scuffing it down. Uh, there's a chocolate cookie, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, it's just pure fudgy in the middle. It, it just falls apart and it's so good. Oh, so, so good. So gosh. if you have a chocolate craving, you just eat one. You have one of those cookies with a cup of coffee or a glass of milk. And that's it. Your okay, craving I, is I'm a cookie monster. Oh. I need to know how large is this soft cookie? Is it one of those small oh. ones or substantial? Okay, it's not substantial. It's not like 20 cm wide, you know. <laughs> okay, but it's a good size. It's a good size, Michelle. I think one cookie would be very good. All right, all yourself, right. Okay? Now, yeah. you tell, there's something special happening on Sundays over at Woodland Sourdough. Yes, they serve pizzas from noon 
And okay. I can't wait to go and, and try it. Because, you know, if the bread is that good, the pizza dough is going to be even better. Can you imagine sourdough pizza dough? Oh, my I love goodness. the sound of that. Love it. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> so there are different flavors of pizza, though, and you know I can understand why Sunday it's family day. Most people yeah. will head down. Um, yeah. So, what what are some of the different flavors? Oh, okay. I haven't explored the pizza menu yet. Mm-hmm. So, when I do, can I come back and tell you all about them? You certainly can. So, before we let you go, the mm-hmm. woman with the hardest job in the world, food editor, really taking one for the team, Shreyun. <laughs> <laughs> you must tell us what are some of the must tries over at Woodland Sourdough. Okay. I super love the big old cinnamon bun. I mean, okay, it feels heavy in the hand. When I was transferring it to a plate, I was like, whoa, this is really heavy. But when you eat it, it doesn't, it's not dense. And there's just a little light kiss of cinnamon. If you're the kind that doesn't like cinnamon, you might like this one. And it's got like a cream cheese frosting. I love it. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, and then the brownie. The brownie with the whole almond. And the whole hazelnut, oh, it's so good. Oh, it is right. so, so good. And I even like the pocket bread, which is, I just ate it on its own. It's got chili and cheese. And you don't need butter, you don't need filling. You just need to toast it and then crack it and eat it. It's just amazing. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you very much for getting us so hungry just before lunch. My pleasure. Yep. And hopefully I've inspired some of you to go to Woodland Sourdough. You want to give us the address, exactly where it is? It's at the Long House. I think it's 183 Upper Thompson Road. It used to be like a food centre called Long House, yeah. L-O-N-G-H-O-U-S-E. Mm. Now it's like a fancy condo and so of course the Long House is L-O-N-G-H-A-U-S. Is, it, is that the one next to the petrol station? Yes, that's the one. Okay, got it. Yeah. Thanks, Shreyun. No problem. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. If you like the Straits Times Live Picks podcast, you can listen live on Money FM 89.3 from 11.10 a.m. every Wednesday. Or you can subscribe to Live Picks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Like us and give us a rating. All right, we're going to switch gears now and speak with Adino Abdulhadi, music correspondent over at Straits Times Live. So, Adino... Yeah, sure. It was so convincing. I'm, I'm hungry right now. I'm thinking of going down to Thompson for, for oh, some I, sourdough bread. <laughs> that, that's good to hear. I'll see you there. But uh, I'm really excited. There are going to be some concerts by AHA. You know, I think it's a very good time for fans of music acts that came from 1980s. I hesitate to use the word retro music because for most of these acts, they're still making new music right now, mm-hmm. which might not be as popular as, as it used to be in the 80s. But they're going out, they're performing, they're playing their old songs from the 1980s, but they also have new albums in the past few years. Right. Okay, so AHA will be at the Singapore Turf Club at Kranji mm-hmm. on March 21, right? Now, we heard a bit about that news yesterday because Tony Hadley, who is the singer of Spandau Ballet, one yeah. of the biggest band, British bands from the 80s, he was supposed to perform at the Minicop Theatre next month, but it's been postponed to October. So he's still coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, understandably because of the coronavirus outbreak. But, you know, he's still coming in, in October. So you can still sing along to your Spandau Ballet hits from in the 80s with him in, in, in October. All right. So Kenny G released an album recently as well? Kenny G, he's released a few albums. I think the last one was Brazilian Nights in 2015, about five years ago. And that was his 17th album, mind you. So, which means, you know, he's been putting out new music every once every few years. Let's make some Pet Shop Boys fans happy. They've got a new album out? Yes, they have a new album out. It's called Hotspot. 
I believe it's their 17th album. Oh my. Yeah, yeah. They've been putting out a lot of albums. And Pet Shop Boys are currently in the UK. They're the most successful UK group ever because, you know, we know all their hits from the 80s. They've got some hits from the 90s, but they've been consistently putting out albums. Oh, I'm sorry. It's their 14th full-length album. Okay. If you're a fan of classic Pet Shop Boys, the songs... They don't deviate too much from their old formula, their old synth pop formula from the 80s. So some of the songs sounds like they could have come from the 80s, but there's still a lot of modern touches to it. For example, there's a couple of songs that have current artists, like they have uh, the singer uh, from Years and Years, which is a modern electronic pop band singing on one of the songs in the album. So which are the hits or possible hits that you see on this album that you recommend that we listen to? Right, I think the opening of the album is great. It's this song called Will of the Wiz. It's a really dance floor kind of song. It's a real high energy synth pop kind of song that, you know, gets you up, brings you to the dance floor and start dancing along like, you know, There's No Tomorrow. It's a really fun album. Some like uh, slow ballad types of songs like You Are The One, Happy People. It's a kind of another high energy song. It's a great album. You listen to it. And, um, it's 10 songs of really good stuff from the Pet Shop Boys. Really good stuff. Okay, so have you always been a fan or were you a fan because of this album? I'm not sure how young you are, Adino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my early 40s. So I was in primary school in the 80s. So it was hard to not listen to any Pet Shop Boys songs if you're listening to the radio or you're watching you know, music videos on TV. And that was, that's what I was doing. I remember It's a Sin came out when I was in primary school and it was huge. Oh, I love that. In, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, West End Girls, all that in the 90s. So, so much. It, it's songs that you know, even if you're not a fan of Pet Shop Boys, I'm sure everybody knows at least five and, Pet Shop Boys songs. And what I like is if, you know, veteran artists keep to that recognisable feel and they don't veer into something so electronic that they're unrecognisable. So this is going to please fans. What do you think? It's going to please fans. It's going to please non-fans as well because there's a lot of catchy songs in there that, you know, you can hum to them like after the first listen. All right. Well, great talking to you. Thank you for being here on SC Lifestyle Picks. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for having me. I'm Michelle Martin and we spoke this morning with Tan Shui Yun, food editor and Adino Abdul Hadi, music correspondent. This has been ST Lifestyle Picks. Well, that's all we have for you on this week's episode of Lifestyle Picks. Do join us again on Your Money on Wednesdays. You can find out more Life Picks and Food Picks podcasts on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.